What's up, y'all, and welcome back to In the Wild. I am your host, Rayshawn, and today we are in a special location for a very special episode because we are talking to some of our newest deans, and I am super excited to get to chat with them because some of them have been here for about a year, some have been for less than a year, and some for just a few months. So give a big warm general welcome to Dr. Mark Austin, Dr. Teresa Walters, and Brad Warren. How's it going, y'all? Great. Good to be here. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for being here. Um, getting us started, because we're going to dive right into all of my good questions for today. Uh, Dr. Austin, congratulations on the launch of Thank you. AU Online Thank for you. Yeah, this semester. Um, what has it been like to spearhead this initiative, and what has the response been like so far? Oh, yeah. Well, first off, the response has been incredible. I mean, not only students. So we're, we started off expecting about 60 students, we got something like 160, so that's great. Um, but more than anything, it's just the community that has really come around to um, appreciate online learning. I mean, I think it's a challenge for all of us to imagine the future, but to live it is a whole different thing. So it's been challenging, but it's been super exciting. And what was it like, I guess, seeing the enrollment exceed your expectations? Yeah, it's sort of like the stock market. It's like, wow, it's going up, it's going up. Um, and we get nervous about it, of course, because we really want this experience to be something special for our students, truly like no other, right? So um, we had to really pay attention to the class sizes to make sure that they were the right number of students per faculty member. Uh, we really had to think about um, onboarding, orientation, explaining what this new uh, online experience is going to be like for students. So. Uh, we were just excited, but also nervous about that opening day. And I feel like the response has been very welcoming. We had a launch yeah. event yeah. Uh, earlier this semester. How did that go? Uh, it, was, it was great. I mean, first off, um, just so nice to see everyone, you know, gathered around to say, okay, we're doing this new thing. Uh, we had a, a, the unveiling of something called a gonfalon. I had no idea what that was. <laughs> but it's basically um, the presentation of our flag uh, that you see during commencement. So every college gets one of those, and we were really honored to unveil that at the, at the launch. Uh, it was great. We had students. We had faculty. Uh, great event. And switching gears to you, Brad, because you are our inaugural dean for University of Libraries. What has that been like for your first year here at the university? Well, it's not only uh, an inaugural dean of the libraries, but also my uh, first time ever being a dean. So, uh, so I would say it's been a learning experience just from also learning the role as well as learning AU and realizing how inaugural this role actually is. Um, so I would say that a lot of it has been internal and infrastructure, so just determining how to have a unified approach to the libraries for both campus, well, all four campuses, uh, but the two campuses that the libraries are on, as well as um, sort of approaching how we do our work uh, in a unified way and with uh, a new uh, strategic plan in place and sort of rallying people around that as well has been something that has given me some tools and structure to be able to do that. So it's a lot of formative work that I wasn't expecting the same as, you know, I was here a month and then this library went under construction. Uh, so I do have to say that I appreciate you holding it in our renovated <laughs> historical collections and archives. So it's a great background and I appreciate doing this in the library. But all that being said, so to not only have to put together a structure, but then also deal with a renovation project at the same time, and then uh, just a university that's moving really, really quickly is both challenging, but also something that really was a draw for me to come in the first place. So I would say 
it was a lot more overwhelming than what I was expecting. I don't think there's any way anybody could fully prepare for it. <laughs> Sound familiar, right? Yes. <laughs> it's a lot of familiar themes here. Yeah. But, but at the same time, um, I wouldn't trade it for the world. It's been a really good experience. And the types of things that um, I like and that I like to have in an organization. And, um, and it's been, I feel very supportive and uh, very thankful, really, for um, uh, how much people have been willing to support me, support the libraries, and support my vision since I've started. Yeah, could you talk a little bit about the renovations that Reese as well as Greenblatt, have gone and experienced? Or I guess for Reese, there's still some tweaks in the works? Oh, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll be tweaking these libraries for a while. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but uh, it, I've had a lot of experience of renovations. I've done it. Uh, I've had a, a pretty significant uh, experience with it uh, in two of my previous institutions. And so walking into a project that I've inherited all of the design work, but you still have an ability to make a few sort of tweaks and changes has been appreciated. But then I also know, well, there's nothing you could do about this. You just have to deal with it later. So um, part of it is that we were open, but it's a construction project, so you just deal with it. And um, what I think that's been most rewarding for Greenblatt in particular is that after we um, had our opening event, um, which the university decided to hold on my birthday, that was really nice. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, taking but, notes here. <laughs> yeah, and a milestone one on top of that. But, uh, but really, once we reopened, once the uh, new semester started with this academic year, we've been tracking and we've seen pretty much double the amount of usage in this facility oh, wow. than before COVID. Um, and I think that that really speaks to, uh, regardless of whether I had a personal hand in some of the uh, design decisions, making this space, making the new entrance, uh, really investing in this space on campus to, to bring something that really needed to be done for the community is uh, the students have really responded. Um, on Reese, so similarly, the Reese Library hasn't seen a lot of changes, I would say, probably in several years. There was some uh, HVAC work that was done about 10 years ago. So what I did is I worked with the provost office to secure funds to renovate and to upgrade all of the furniture, all of the group study rooms, uh, replace all the technology. And I, I'm a weird person. I got excited about replacing the lighting on the third floor. But <laughs> lighting is important. You understand you have, we have some beautiful lights in here to make us look you know, wonderful for everyone. But lighting's important. It, it helps set the mood. It helps you to be successful. And when you're in a place that feels kind of dreary or drab, it's not really conducive for success. So uh, the Reese Library have been really excited. And all of those changes really came to a head right around fall pause. So um, very encouraged for students uh, to see how they're responding to the space. I already see them using the new furniture in ways that we hadn't seen before. They're in places that we hadn't seen them before. So um, I feel really excited about it. But there's still more to come, more to do. Um, and I would say I'll, I'll just leave it as a teaser because uh, with our new partners downstairs uh, from uh, Dr. Davies' office, I, I, I'm really excited about some of the changes that come to provide more services for students here in the Greenblatt Library and, and to see what types of changes we can come up with in Reese as well. Yeah, I'm super excited. A lot of things look completely different from when I was a student here. So oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, wow, this is all nice. I can still kind of partake in some stuff, but of course not as a student. Uh, switching gears a little bit to you, Teresa. Congratulations on making it through your first semester here at Augusta. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not over yet. It's yeah, just not November. Com not completely over yet. <laughs> Um, but how are things going for you so far? Um, great. Uh, I would say there was a lot of common themes with, uh, with uh, Dean Warren here. Um, I'm both the inaugural dean and it's a brand new unit. And so um, that um, is exciting and terrifying at the same time. 
Um, I'm happy to say that everybody's gotten their paycheck, and uh, <laughs> students have instructors. You know, we, we, we've really focused on some of the very foundational things, and now um, we're moving forward. So um, lots going on, a lot of excitement, um, and a lot of building, just building. Yeah, I feel like that is kind of just true for the university overall. Like we're still, like you mentioned before, we're just growing rapidly. Uh, so we're super excited to have all three of you here. Um, but what kind of motivated you to take on this position to being the inaugural dean for this public medicine? Not public uh, medicine, public, public health. health. That, and, that's, and, that's, <laughs> and that's what I love about public health is it's very much uh, focused on this holistic um, and system level uh, supports for health of all populations. What motivated me? Well, I was incredibly excited about um, everything that was going on here at AU. Um, and the leadership and their vision. Um, uh, there was genuine excitement and um, interest in, in um, starting this, and that's a lovely thing to step into. Um, and I love building. And um, I felt like the opportunities here for building something really fantastic, something for the community, for the populations that we serve, um, that was just, uh, too good of an opportunity to miss. Well, we're excited to have you here. Um, and I guess just looking at the state of Georgia, with the growing concerns of public health just throughout our state, how does public health plan to fit itself into serving the community? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I would say our first job is to do a lot of listening. Um, first listening sort of internally our, ourselves, the community within AU, and then really um, working to be in community with um, um, populations and providers in Augusta and throughout the state. And so um, my job has been um, going to listen to a lot of people and we're really trying to emphasize that first. Once we um, are able to um, build relationships, I think we can become trusted partners and we can um, find out what community priorities are for the work that we do. And a question for all three of you, uh, because all of you are inaugural in your roles. Yeah, uh, <laughs> starting a new position uh, during this time of growth for the university can be exciting, of course, but also, as you kind of mentioned, has its own challenges. So what experiences or insights have you gained in your first year, months uh, of being at Augusta University? Yeah, I mean, maybe I'll start. Um, given that online is such a change, it really requires everyone to do something different. And that means letting go of approaches that you've taken in the past to try something new. That just is inherently risky for anyone. Um, so there's a lot of risk in any of what we do, and it's, it tends to be infrastructure and people. Those are the two big critical challenges. We've got legacy infrastructure that needs to upgrade and adapt. In online learning, that means adding new tools, new systems, new approaches, but making sure that people know how to use those tools. So I think it's a combination of, of both of those things that make it exciting and, and challenging for sure. In terms of lessons, it's about being collaborative. It, it, you're never going to be able to force an institution to do something that it doesn't want to do fundamentally. So working with great partners like uh, Dean uh, Waters here and others, it is critical to 
be open, transparent, and collaborative. I also think casting a vision um, that embraces change while still honoring and listening to all the voices in the room. Um, when people feel um, empowered and safe to, to voice their concerns, it doesn't mean that you have to accommodate everything that everybody wants, but creating these spaces for people to express their concerns and say, oh, I hear what you're saying. Um, maybe we could do this and instead of this. Uh, I think that allows us to, one, come up with a, a much better product and project and course, whatever you're working on, um, but also, um, again, uh, uh, academics don't love change, um, but we can do it in a way that honors all the voices and, and still moves us forward. Um, sometimes I think they hired me because I, I wrote uh, what transformative change is one of my research interests. Right. Uh, but it's mostly through practicality. So I would say uh, a lot of what my colleagues are saying, and it certainly applies towards the library. I mean, one of the differences that I'm inheriting to uh, organizations and structure that exist, but to think of it holistically was something that was very, very new. Um, and I think part of it also then is to define to the rest of the institution. What does the library bring to play? How do we make you successful? How are we a place for the community to gather to get things done? Mm -hmm. And then the part that I really, really enjoy is to be able to um, interact with my colleagues and provide feedback and, and uh, I don't know, the only other deans here are my colleagues who are also deans. There's nobody else. So there, it's, not, it's a peer group that I also really yeah. enjoy the ability to interact with and to be creative and to, and to just talk out ideas. And um, extraordinarily appreciative uh, that I have a place at that table, um, and that they see it as being valuable and uh, and worthwhile. So, I be, it's, uh, libraries always occupy a really interesting place because um, we're in a this beautiful room surrounded by books, which most people don't use, um, and I fully recognize that. But our buildings are able to do things that no other facility on the campus can do. We provide access to resources that contribute to the success of students and to enable researchers to be able uh, to be successful as well. And quite honestly, uh, we're also our connectors. So we're a place to be able to connect with our community in multiple ways, whether it's uh, here within the cultural institutions of, of the CSRA, to connect with uh, between one dean's idea and another dean's idea, or my librarians who are just out there um, and are interacting with a really wide group of people. So um, I, I view this as that, you know, we're in a sense, we're kind of like this glue <laughs> that can bring a lot of folks together, but, um, but that, uh, or maybe sort of a catalyst for that piece. And that, and that part I found exciting. Uh, from a transformative change point of view, um, I would, I think the thing that I remind people about, I'm thinking about what you said about academics not liking change, I've, I've been working in universities since 1995, and something that's a constant is change, actually. Yep. Um, libraries have seen that from the moment I've started till up to this point, and I think what it is is that it's iterative, and that it's slow, and that it's gradual, and you don't see it, but I remind people, you've been undergoing change constantly since you started working. It's just part of, it's part of work, it's part of working in university, it's just part of life. And I think that that enables people to be able to cope with it a little bit better to understand I'm always dealing with change. I've been successful at doing this. I've been resilient. I've been able to do these things. And so um, I, I think that uh, we're good at it, but it's also 
challenging because it seems so daunting at the same time. I went on a different tangent with this. No, I like that. that. <laughs> See, I like that you cast a vision for what libraries are and can be. Right. Um, I think that's. Um, I think that's the first step, and and I agree. I like that you remind people that um, that they can change and that they have been changing. I'm I'm going to use that if you don't mind. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, um, you get it for free, no problem. Okay, okay. awesome, <laughs> very good. Yeah, I'll probably be using that one too a couple of times. Okay, so last question before we go on break. On a much lighter note, if you had to come up with a song to describe your first semester, what would it be? Okay, I got mine. Go for it. <laughs> Go for it. Staying alive. Uh, so Staying it's, a, alive. it's the song that they use also mm -hmm. for a CPR, and it's very fast-paced, and that's what I feel like it is. Staying alive. Staying alive. I don't know why. It's sort of the same era. Uh, we Will Rock You, right? Um, that, that kind of comes to mind because we really do need to impress uh, the students that, that join us online. Um, you, you've asked a musician a really difficult question. Ah. <laughs> yeah, like which to Because choose? it's sort of like one, it either either I come up with an answer that's really obscure or, or, or two, I can't think of one because I'm incapacitated by too many options. So I think if I'll just say uh, Wagner, the uh, the Valkyries, dun 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 <laughs> dun, dun. Sounds appropriate. <laughs> Inaugural. Awesome. I think that really is sort of the feeling more yeah. than anything. So there you go. I love that. Um, so y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back with some more fun stuff with our deans. The Jack Mobile app, you can now discover and filter events that match your interests. Your tasks for success at AU will be right there in your current tasks. Finish them and they automatically move to the completed task section. But that's not all. With the Jag Mobile app, you'll receive targeted push notifications that are relevant to you. No more irrelevant alerts clogging up your phone. Stay in the know without the noise. Jag Mobile's messaging feature lets you see which events they're attending, the groups they're joining, and the conversations they're engaging in. It's the ultimate social and academic networking tool. Welcome back, y'all. And to start off this next segment, we have some fun games planned for our deans. The first one, which I kind of gave them a little forewarning about, uh, is called Jaguar Brain Bowl. So we're going to test your AU trivia mm. <laughs> just a little bit. Um, so... This is hazing for newcomers, right? Yeah. Is it hazing? Uh, all right, well, we'll see. I feel like these are fairly easy, so you should be able to know all these. Right. And if you don't, I'm going to side-eye you just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> um, so if you know it, feel free to shout it out. And first question is, what is the name of our university's mascot? Augustus. Augustus. Okay. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> see? Easy, easy, easy. Uh, when was Augusta University founded? 1828. Boom, librarian. Okay. <laughs> he's showing the up. The answer's yeah. over there at that picture. So <laughs> okay, that's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's on my cards during the break. Um, let's see if you know this one. How many students are currently enrolled at Augusta University? Almost 11,500. 10,565. 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, yeah, something like that. You're a little bit over. Uh, Dr. Austin, what's the closest? Um, Name all four university campuses in Augusta. Somerville, Health Sciences Campus, River, Chris. Side, right. Forest Hills. Forest Hills, Chris. Almost. Chris. What, where's the cyber campus? That's River something. River. River Cyber. Riverwalk. Okay. 
<laughs> I keep wanting to call it River Watch, but that's yeah, the name of the street. Walk, right? Yeah, it's River Walk. Uh, oh. So, Riverfront. So you're close. Right. That's it. Oh, but, the, okay. but the formal name is the Nathan Dale Campus for Innovation. Sure. Oh, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, kind of close. Very close. <laughs> you learn River. something new okay. every day. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, and I feel like everybody should know this one. What is the founding college for the university? Medical College of Georgia. Boom. I knew we could get one right. Here, high five. You got it. All, All right. right. <laughs> In which, I mean, you knew most of these. <laughs> and last question, what is the name of the conference that our sports teams compete in? It's Peach something. Pe mm, peach Belt. Got it. See? <laughs> okay, so that was uh, our Brain Bowl. I feel like you all did really well. I told you there was nothing you. crazy. But now we're having a little bit more fun with this other game, and it's called Guess the Dean, because this is our first time doing it. So I'm going to give you their uh, alma mater, how long they've been a dean, and a fun fact about them. Okay. So if you know it, feel free to shout it out. First up is a graduate from the University of Georgia. They have been dean since 2019, but they've been a faculty member here since 2003. Fun fact is that they have twin sons. Is that um, Pamplin? Um, no, it's not Kim Davies. Kim Davies, no? I don't think so. 2019. Uh, you got me. I know who it isn't. <laughs> it's, it's not me. Yeah. <laughs> I will say it's not the, none of the three of you. Dean Hess. No. No, he's actually been he's been here forever. Yeah, <laughs> before before I was three, right? Yeah. Uh, and not Nancy Young. No, no. She was Georgia, right? UGA. I think so. Yeah. Now, uh, now you're quizzing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean. Yeah. Um, um, and not the dean of science and math. No. Dr. Wilson from the College of Education oh, and Human yes. Development. Of course. I did not know she was a UGA grad. I did know that she's been here for a while. <laughs> Next up is a graduate from Ohio State University. Dean Davies. Oh, that's Davies. Davies. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> she, she starts every conversation with that, so we yeah. have. Yeah, yeah, that was an easy one. All right. Uh, but she's been dean since 2021 and is a Lego master, for those that don't know. Oh, yep. wow. Yeah, you, you have to visit her in her office. Just go visit her office. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and if you uh, go in the JSAC, there is a oak and elm mm. Lego construction that she made Very as well. Very good. Uh, next up is a graduate from Georgia Tech. Dean Sutherland. That's Dean Sutherland. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dean since 2017. Uh, and fun fact is that he has served in the military. Yep. Yeah. I feel like y'all are going to know this, this next one, too, really quickly. Next is our graduate from John Hopkins University. Dean since April of 2017, faculty since 2001, and has a diehard Phillies fan. Phillies? Oh, man. <laughs> Hopkins and Phillies. Well, those two things go together. Uh, uh, that's not <laughs> Hess, though. Hess has been here longer yeah. than that. Yeah, I know. That's it's good. not him. It's not Alex. Wait, when, what's the year of the dean? 2001? No, oh, since... 2017 and faculty since 2001. Oh. 
Dean Sullivan was made dean pretty pretty recently. So, Jen, no, no, no. not a Phillies fan. <laughs> I think you've stumped us on this one, Doctor Hess. It is it Doctor is. Hess. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> I should 17. have said that again. Yeah, I'll sure. just say Dean Hess now for every answer. Yeah, yeah. Right, there you go. <laughs> At least one of them will be right. There you go. All right. Next up is a graduate of East Tennessee State University. Dean since 2023 and is an alum of their college. Oh, Dean Young. Correct. Yeah, okay. Which is really cool. It was like uh, 2023. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought that was going yeah, to be the uh, yeah. the giveaway like, for y'all. Why is it taking you so long to figure this out? <laughs> All right, Sorry, so. we're not very fast. That's, it's look, it's okay because I mean, if you threw these at me, I probably would be struggling too. <laughs> uh, Which we clearly are. <laughs> Because I have, I have the note cards. I, was I have say, all the facts. Dean Waters, did you go to East Tennessee? I, <laughs> I knew it was me. Keep going. Uh, next up is a graduate from University of Virginia. Has been dean since 2018. Has a love for music theater. I'll just say Dean Schwartzman. No. no. I feel like I just, I just learned this. I just learned that somebody was a UVA grad, and I don't know, I can't remember who It's it been is. a while since we've had Dean's Council, clearly. <laughs> We're going to have to have sharing during Dean's yeah. Council. Well, um, I'm just thinking because, you know, Dean Schwarzman has that, you know, voice, so I figured that was... What about... Uh, I'm also terrible with names, so that's really kind of... This is kind of very unfair, but um, B-School, um, Mark... Thompson. Thompson. But I don't think so. Nope. Okay. Wait, give us the, give us the facts again. Graduated from University of Virginia, has been dean since 2018, and has a love for music theater. Dean Pretlow. Correct. There we go. <laughs> I just spent a week with Dean Pretlow. Yeah, yes, that's yeah, exactly, exactly what How he told me. A UVA grad. <laughs> exactly. What's his fun fact? Has a love for music theater. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, when you were saying someone just told me that, I was like, I can probably guess why <laughs> because you just were with them not too long ago. He actually uh, very much loves. Uh, acting um, so I won't share all of his fun secrets but uh, I believe that he had had a crack at it okay oh, very cool. okay the last one that we have is a graduate from Brown University also Dean since 2018 and drove a cab in Manhattan to earn money for their tuition that's Dean Schwartz because right? I knew he went Brown. To Brown yeah yeah correct so y'all did a lot a lot better Close. Than you thought? Yeah, close. <laughs> no, Take pretty much as bad as I time. thought I would do. Yep. <laughs> well, I appreciate y'all for taking the time to talk to me today for all of your respective areas. I'm super excited to see all of the cool initiatives that you have for your respective areas. And uh, I'm sure everyone that is listening, go check out all the things that they're offering, especially stuff happening in the library because we're here today uh, in Greenblatt. So thanks, y'all. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for having us.